My entitled coworker gets arrested right in front of me at work. After he tries to one-up a cop in a stupid argument, resulting in the cop finding out about my coworker's warrant for their arrest. And I've never been more satisfied to watch someone's downfall. Here's what happened. So first and foremost, the names have been changed to protect the innocent and the very, very stupid. So many moons ago, I worked at a now-defunct convenience store as well as a gas station in the Midwest. I was initially a bit hesitant to take the job at the convenience store because it was just the sort of place that you always hear about getting robbed in some way, shape, or form. However, it was new, brightly lit, and clean, and it was on a very busy road. Also, I needed a second job pronto because going to university is expensive and a girl's gotta eat. Ramen and peanut butter only go so far. After I started working there, I quickly realized that my worries about being robbed were probably unfounded as my store was somehow the meeting point for all the police. The local city cops, the county sheriff, and even detectives all wandered into my store multiple times a day. They would stand around and chat with the staff, or just stop in for a snack or drink on the way to work. And this will be important later. So while I didn't have to worry about robbers, I actually kind of enjoyed my job. But with all things considered, there was one major annoyance. I got along well with all of the employees but one, and his name is Branson. Branson was in his early 20s, fairly well-spoken and intelligent, but wouldn't you know it, he was one of those people that absolutely knew everything. And since he knew everything, it was obvious that the Lord Almighty had put him on this earth to tell everybody else about everything. No matter what you were talking about, he knew more and better than you, even on matters involving your own history. Now, you wouldn't think that was possible, but by God he had an opinion about the cafeteria in the hospital my mom worked in when I was a child, which really blew my mind. While he wasn't the first know-it-all that I had met, he had an even more annoying personality trait. Branson was a tattletale. You didn't stock the coolers before he got there? He's gonna tattle on you. Didn't clean the bathrooms before he came in? He's gonna tattle on that as well. If you didn't make more coffee or anything like that, no matter how minor or downright wrong he was, he just had to run and tell management. As such, they were just as annoyed by him as the lowly cashiers. Once he almost got me fired by telling the managers that I allowed one of my friends to steal from the store. Luckily, we were absolutely absolutely lousy with cameras. So after a few minutes of desperate pleadings for the manager to check the CCTV footage, they discovered that Branson was in fact absolutely full of it, if not lying for his own amusement. When it was proved he was wrong, did he apologize? Well, of course not. He was never wrong in all of his live long days because he, of course, knows everything. I was, as they say, not remotely fond of Branson. One day, the store was filled with law enforcement as per usual. Two sheriffs and four or five local city cops. It was a shift change and my co-worker and I were ready to hand off our shift to Branson. There were no other customers, so we were all just standing around talking and just enjoying a brief bit of banter. It just so happened that the sheriff's supervisor was there and his name was Bucky. Now Bucky was a good old boy, a salt of the earth kind of person and one of the nicest guys you'd ever want to meet. He'd give you the shirt off of his back if he thought you'd look a bit chilly. Now while I was chatting with some of the boys in blue, Bucky was talking to Branson. I wasn't entirely listening to their conversation until it started to go a little bit pear-shaped. Bucky was talking about something, and Branson, in his usual way, just had to start arguing with him that he was wrong, because Branson just knew that it was X instead of Y. Then, he took it a step further and suggested that as a lawman, Bucky didn't have the schooling that Branson did, and it was only natural that Branson would know more about the subject. Bucky just smiled, and rather than argue, he removed himself from the conversation and walked 
around the counter to the other side. He caught my eye and motioned me over. He then asked me what Branson's last name was, and not seeing any reason not to, I ended up telling him. He thanked me and drifted off into the store. I honestly did not think anything more about it, and went back to my conversation with the others. After a few minutes, Bucky walked up with a vaguely confused look on his face, and asked Branson, Hey buddy, what is your last name again? Branson, sounding a little annoyed, as if he were schooling a child, answered him. And again, Bucky walked back off into the store. When Bucky returned, he had a big old grin on his face. He motioned Branson to come to him from behind the counter, and he said to him, Your name is Branson, while also saying his last name. Isn't that right? Branson once again confirmed that it was, and Bucky's grin widened even further as he reached for the handcuffs on his belt. He said to him, I am so happy to hear that because there's a warrant out for your arrest, and I'm going to have to take you in. I'm going to need you to turn around and put your hands behind your back. And once that happened, all of the conversations in the store stopped completely. I exchanged a well-earned shocked Pikachu face with my coworker. The shocked expressions on our faces melted away into absolute delight as our most annoying coworker was handcuffed and taken out of the store. I never did see Branson again, but Bucky was back later that evening and apologized to me for making me stay late. I told him I didn't mind and it was all worth it for the show. I would have done it all over again just to see that idiot sabotage himself. So, as a little bit of a life tip, if you've got a warrant out for your arrest, it's probably best that you don't annoy a cop. What an absolutely amazing story. This Branson guy is not only super frustrating and annoying to deal with, but he's also a know-it-all. And I think you know that kind of person that I'm talking about. They're never wrong about everything, they always have some kind of comment waiting in the wings to share with the class, and they're always just trying to one-up everybody else. And they are absolutely obnoxious. But worst of all, this guy was secretly a criminal. He had a warrant out for his arrest, and he was clearly hiding something by trying to work at a convenience store. So with all things considered, I would also probably be super happy with my coworkers if I saw the most annoying guy in the store get arrested right in front of me. Like, that must have been a dream for the original poster. So it is truly satisfying to watch this know-it-all get put in their place, but also to see the hammer of justice slam down on somebody who absolutely deserved it. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description. An entitled guest freaks out on me in the hotel lobby, making all these crazy accusations, forcing me to call the police just to try and evict him. But after they couldn't do anything about it, I was left to my own devices, nervous and scared for my life the entire night. Here's what happened. It was 2.30 a.m. on a busy Saturday morning. Friday nights are usually busy, but tonight our hotel had received all the passengers from a diverting flight, so I had just spent the last half an hour checking in 60 unhappy people and was now drowning in airline vouchers and paperwork. I step away from the front desk to use a copier, and when I return a minute later, there's a man slouched against it with a can of beer on the counter. We have a beer fridge up here, but I can't sell any after midnight, so my first words to this gentleman are to apologetically inform him that unfortunately, I can't sell alcohol this late. This is always awkward, but guests trying to wrench the door to the fridge open after hours has ruined the lock, so I get lots of practice. He tells me that the beer is his, and he just wants a new key card for his room. Okay, of course. I apologize for the misunderstanding. I can certainly get him a new key. I request his ID, explaining the policy about needing to check when I hand out keys, and he gives me his license without complaint. And then suddenly he gets really angry. Not even just a little bit angry, but incredibly angry. He was livid. He doesn't appreciate being treated this way. How dare I talk to him like this? If I'm going to talk to him like this, he's going to give it to me right back. He 
called me all these horrible names, says I was discriminating against him, called me a piece of garbage, and that he's going to fire me and ruin my life. And when this was happening, I was just standing there blinking. He didn't seem to mind my asking for his ID. Was it the thing about the beer? Is this a joke? No, it's not a joke. He's screaming right now. He's completely apocalyptic. I tried to apologize. I say to him, sir, I'm so sorry I've offended you. It was not my intention, but he was not hearing me. He starts screaming, no, no, no. He was screaming over me. He stated that I knew exactly what I did and that now I'm in trouble and that I'm going to regret this. He's going to make sure of it. I've handed him his new key by now and he starts towards the elevator, yelling over his shoulder at me the entire way. He's calling me so many names and he's going to show me exactly what's going to come my way and that I'm going to get what's coming to me. The elevator doors close on him as he screams about how much of a jerk I am and in reality I'm just some guy behind the front desk. At this point I'm stunned and my heart is too rapidly distributing adrenaline but the puzzle is starting to come together. This guy must have been on something. Either that or he's dealing with some kind of untreated mental illness but he had the distinctive wiry dental deficient look of somebody who enjoys a very specific illegal substance. So I'm betting something along those lines. And with all that in mind my plan was just to put a note about this encounter in our daily log but that's when the elevator doors open up. It's him again and he's already screaming at me from across the lobby. He's calling the police. He's going to be pressing charges. In fact, he's on the phone right now and he says that I'm in so much trouble. I'm going to be arrested. And it was at that point that I basically came to the conclusion that yeah, this guy was seriously on something. But now it's beginning to dawn on me that I don't know exactly what this guy is capable of. He's not letting this go. There are almost 300 rooms in this hotel, but tonight I'm the only employee here and me and this dude have the first floor all to ourselves. Usually the hotel has a security guard on night duty, but not tonight. It's just me. This really is worst case scenario. Our guest is now striding with great purpose towards the front doors, hurling invectives at me the entire way. Is he going outside to wait for the police? I can only hope. I watch him go and I couldn't get a word in if I tried. He appears to leave and I continue typing my now somewhat expanded log entry. A minute later, he's back, headed towards the elevator, still yelling at the top of his lungs. Now he's telling me that he's called his lawyer. He's on a plane at this very moment, coming to ruin my life. He's saying that I'm such a jerk and that my life is basically over. The elevator doors then close. Not even three minutes pass and the elevator descends again and he's back, again stalking the front doors, screaming at me at the top of his voice in the lobby. He is now starting to make me nervous. I don't think he actually ever called the police and I'm even beginning to entertain doubts as to whether this man even has an attorney on retainer. So just what is it that's repeatedly drawing his attention outside? Why does he keep making the same trip over and over again? It almost seems like he's working himself up to something. Does he have a vehicle outside in the parking lot? Does he have something dangerous on him or something like that? My mind was racing. This continues for another two or three passes from the elevator to the parking lot and back and my level of concern increases. With every loud ingress, I'm anticipating with growing alarm what implement of violence he might have collected during his absence. I know I need to act, but I don't know how to approach the situation. He hasn't technically done anything more than yell at me, and he is a paying customer. I try again to apologize for whatever has agitated him, but again, he drowns out my words with denials and vulgarities. A few minutes later, he storms up to the desk and throws a handful of key packets at me, containing perhaps eight keys between them. He's clearly requested new keys a few times since checking in this afternoon. He screams that I have locked him out of his room. He paid $150 for that room and he wants back in. He claims that I snuck up and locked 
knocked him out because I'm just such a jerk and that I had better give him new keys right now. So I numbly go through the motions of coding new keys, trying to explain that I didn't lock him out, but he proves less than receptive to my words. Some part of my shell-shocked brain is wondering how all these keys could have malfunctioned at the same time. Is he even at the right door? No, of course not, because he is whacked out of his gourd. He rips the new key packet out of my hand and takes off back up the elevator, loudly issuing proclamations about my character and impending fate. Now, I'm trying and failing to bring my focus back to the paperwork when the elevator again discharges him, now yelling something about how he's got some people coming and when they get here, I'm in trouble. And at that point, I thought to myself, okay, that's enough. I've never evicted a guest from the hotel before. I don't even know if I'm allowed to do that. But this deranged man is now explicitly threatening me with something other than dubious legal action and if my own safety wasn't enough of a concern, I'm also responsible for that of the property and all the other guests here. So I tell him that if he doesn't stop harassing me and return to his room, I'm going to call the police and trespass him from the property. He loudly informs me that in fact, I will be the one leaving the property. And he then just repeats all the various things he was saying. I reply that I'm calling the police and then I just do exactly that. He takes out his phone and starts filming me as he walks rapidly out to the parking lot. I notice that he's no longer yelling at this point. A lady answers on the other line and I stammer out about how there's a guy at the hotel who is actively threatening me and I think he's high on something. I suspect violence is imminent and I would really appreciate it if a patrol unit could swing by whenever it's convenient and assist me in making him leave. She assures me that a unit is on its way. I leave a voice message for my manager explaining what I'm doing and why and he texts me back immediately telling me that while he's out of state at the moment he has my back and guests are definitely not allowed to send any kind of veiled threats towards me so I am good to kick this guy out. Our guest makes a couple more circuits of the lobby but now he is ostentatiously filming me with his phone and muttering about how he's got people on the way and I'm gonna find some things out when they get here. I silently assure him that we have this in common. Two officers arrive 15 minutes later and I'm very glad to see them. Our guest has now retired to his room probably in anticipation of their arrival so the cops ask me to clarify that I am formally trespassing the individual in question from the property. I confirm this and further express that I've never had to do this before but I'm ready to cooperate in whatever capacity needed. The officer then asked me if he is a long-term tenant because tenant laws would then be in effect so I explained to him no officer. He checked in yesterday afternoon and is due out today. The officers begin to put on gloves and then the phone at the front desk rings. It's our guest's room. I pick up and our guest informs me that his friends are coming and when they get here I'm in trouble while also calling me a jerk in the process. I convey all of this to the officers and they tell me that they're going to go up to his room and they prefer if I remain in the lobby which I say to them of course go ahead do whatever you want. Thank you again for helping me. They then depart up to the elevator. A few minutes later the two officers debark from the elevator to approach me and our guest is not with them. They tell me that our guest has declined to open the door. They knock but he did not answer. Is he definitely in the room? Well yes. He literally just called the front desk phone from that room. Literally as they were standing here. They then asked if I could call the room so they could then speak with him. So I do exactly that and I hand the phone to the officer. He reports that nobody is picking up. I tell the officers that I have the master keys with me right now and I'm more than happy to assist in getting the door open. The two officers exchange a look. The lead officer then informs me that our guest has a reasonable expectation of privacy as long as he's in this room and the police department will under no circumstances violate this. And at this point, I'm just confused. I tell him that I've confirmed with the general manager 
manager of the hotel that this guest is no longer our guest. Thus, he cannot have this room any longer and he no longer has any claim over it. And now it is the hotel's room and the room is private property upon which this absolute psychopath is currently trespassing. I remind him that this man has repeatedly threatened me and that I am at this very moment expecting the arrival of a group of his associates at which time I've been assured I will be messed up, which while it is not specific, it is surely a term implicative of danger to my person. I ask him what he's suggesting that I do about all of this. The lead officer tells me that I can follow whatever hotel policy I want, but that he is under a supervisory directive to not act or appear to act in any kind of way as an agent of a private business, so they will not be assisting me in evicting anyone. He will in fact not even go as far as to accompany me to the room, as that would constitute appearing to act as an agent of the hotel. He gives me his business card and assures me that they will intervene if our guest assaults me and tells me that I should call the police again if I happen to see him again. And after that, they just leave. So, as it turns out, our guest was kind of correct. I am, in fact, just a little jerk. There was nothing I could do other than try to get back to work and hope that he would leave me alone and that his friends wouldn't roll up and try and do something to me. I guess I could have walked off the job, and maybe I should have, but I spent the rest of the night too jittery with adrenaline to concentrate and tensing up every time the elevator door opened or the automatic door stirred. His friends never did show up, and neither did his lawyer, and he never came back down to the lobby. I guess he decided to turn in and have a restful rest of his night, secure in the knowledge that I was a jerk who could do nothing to stop him from doing whatever he wanted. Then I went home and I tried to relax, only to realize that I couldn't stop shaking, and I was way too wired to go to sleep. So honestly, I'm just really unimpressed with the way the cops acted, and I really think working at a hotel at night might be way more dangerous than it's really worth. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Yeah, that sounds like an awful situation. That guy was clearly trying to troll you and mess with you and wanted to try and rile you up. And well, it worked. It would have worked for anybody else as well. Honestly, the first time he would have started screaming would have been the only time he would have screamed at me if that was me in that situation. I would not have put up with that for a second. There's no way. I would happily get yelled at by my manager if it means that this psychopath gets away from me. Hopefully there's some kind of cameras or audio in the lobby because there's got to be something that can try and prove that no, you were not making 
making this up and this guy really was acting like a psychopath. But hopefully for your own safety, this never happens again because that guy was absolutely unhinged and there's no excuse for the way he acted. Today, I messed up by making a decision that cost me my fiance and my friends and I seriously don't know what to do. My older sister has always struggled with mental illness. It didn't help that she was diagnosed with postpartum depression after her youngest was born four years ago. Sadly, she did unalive herself and her kids are the ones who found her. The seven-year-old is the one who called me in tears, telling me that mommy won't wake up without any hesitation or even consulting with my fiance who lived with me at the time. I ended up taking responsibility of them. I did not want them to end up in foster care, but I was not prepared for how drastically my life would change. He and I were child-free by choice. I even had my tubes tied to be sure of that. And as understanding as he was of the situation, he broke up with me and ended up moving out. He felt like this was something that he did not sign up for. Not only did I lose him, but I lost my friends too. I did not have the time to hang out or have fun with them anymore. Their answer for that was just to get a babysitter. But I had more important things to do with that money. I already paid the babysitter enough because I have to work and my ex leaving me on the lease by myself didn't make things any easier. I have to put the kids first and try to give them as much normalcy as possible. Swapped out impromptu road trips and parties for play dates and trips to the petting zoo. And this made me become too boring for them. None of them have kids, so they did not get it. They removed me from the group chat and I just felt like my whole world has turned upside down. Everything I knew has changed. My nephews mean a lot to me and I want to do right by them, but I had no idea that it would be so testing. I did what I thought was best for my nephews, but I could have never imagined that I would end up feeling so alone. Honestly, I first want to say that this is no mess up on your end. People come and people go. It always depends on the circumstances of life. Usually they just kind of fade out. And in your case, it seems like it was much more abrupt. Honestly, if people can't see that you're trying to do the best thing for these kids, then they are just not good people to begin with. I mean, honestly, the fact that your friends just walked out of your life and basically treated you like some kind of boring person now is inexcusable and so toxic. So personally, I would be thinking, okay, good riddance. I don't want you around and clearly you are not a good person. So keep doing what you're doing because you're doing a wonderful thing and if I was in your shoes, while it would be hard, I absolutely would do the same thing. Mostly because it is the right thing to do. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out in the description below and subscribe.